2: The Newcastle Natter is back for the season by Labrooks. Hello and welcome to the Newcastle Natter. I am not Fergus Craig, I'm Paul Doolan and I'm joined today by Dave Watson on the phone. Hello Dave.
0: Hello Paul fucking Doolan.
2: Yeah, (laughs) Dave just found (laughs) out my middle name begins with an F and thinks it might be for fucking. I think I'd have preferred that at school, which is slightly better than Francis. Marginally. Yeah.
0: Francis isn't the worst middle name it's I not mean, the my, worst. Middle name, my middle name's Campbell which I think is pretty strong yeah but when you're growing up in the in the northeast and everybody else's middle name is like John or you know Jordan or something like that John or and, Jordan your...
2: <laughs> they're two quite different what's names there? to go for
0: well no you know because there was a, a period where everybody was called Jordan or you know whatever so when people were talking about middle names in mine's Campbell yeah. It's a, bit, it's a bit posh for Seed and Sleuth, you know? Yeah,
2: Cam, you can't have a surname as a first name if you live in the northeast, Dave. That's just yeah. that's not gonna work. Oh
0: well, I'm David Campbell Watson.
2: Aye. Although well, the I'm weirdest weirdest middle name I've ever heard, there was a kid at our school and it had like it was like a not even double barreled middle name, but like a really long middle name. Can you guess what it was?
0: Uh, Maximilian?
2: No, it was and I promise you this is true. The Newcastle Natter is backed for the season by Ladbrooks. Sign up and deposit £50, or up to £50, and Ladbrooks will put the same amount into your account, giving up to £50 worth of free bets. That was his middle name.
0: Jesus, that's, that's a mouthful.
2: His parents had predicted that's... online gambling before it happened. That's how <laughs> prescient they were.
0: Right, that bullshit out
2: of the way. Well done, we mate. had a game at the weekend. <laughs> that was one of the better ones. Come yeah. on. Okay, we had Watford at home. We were yeah. all a little bit worried about it, and we were right to be. 3-0. Yeah, I don't
0: think any of us expected it to be quite as bad as that, because it wasn't just another loss. Because most of the losses this season have been, you know, quite close and tight, and one goal either way. This was just fucking terrible performance across the board. I don't think anybody really had a good game. Uh, Murphy was Murphy, all right, possibly,
2: but, yeah, but nobody. Yeah, but possibly, Nobody looked great. It's so weird because the start of this season, or the bulk of this season, we've been pretty much like Burnley, where you thought we'll either win or lose by one goal, but we're going to be solid. And yeah. that just seems to have gone out the window the last three games, really.
0: Yeah, I think the. I mean, part of the part of that reason is obviously the switch to the four four two, and that leaves us a little bit more open at the back, and but should afford our forwards more opportunities going, you know, going forward. I think a lot of people are a bit. Um, they're asking, "Well, why if we switched to that when four two three one was working, you know, to a fashion, but?" You've got to bear in mind the players that Benitez has available. I mean, we did, we don't have we didn't have Hayden or Marino, um, and we didn't have Atsu. So that's quite a few of that forty-three-one. The, the pivotal players of that of that formation, um, and missing the cells at the back is huge because he clearly he's clearly the guy that leads the team. And organizers of the defense and somebody on Twitter actually raised a good point that the because Shelby was captain and it reminded this guy of Colaccini as captain and where there was he was trying to lead by example rather than inspiring the, the or shouting at or anything else with the teammates. So a lot of a lot of he was trying to hit like the, the long balls and he was trying to score from you know, 30 yards or whatever, but it's just he's not a leader you know what I'm yeah.
2: saying yeah this is a, I so I sort of I feel a bit different to most Newcastle fans about Shelby this season because we've had basically a lot of people saying he should be first name on the team sheet he's had 10 games this season no goals yeah. no assists and just no he, like when we used to have Ginola and Keegan never expected him to defend because he was a luxury player it's sort of yeah. like we do that with Shelby but without the attacking benefits and him and the uh, in the middle, I think, for all the praise Benitez has had this season for sort of tactical acumen, putting those two in the middle was just asking to be overrun
0: yeah certainly if you're, if you're playing a four four two you're at, you're expecting if, if you are playing a four four two you really need your uh, the, the defensive minded player for the player that you put there, to really put a shift in. He's going to have to do a lot of dirty work. He's going to have to be up and down the pitch more than anybody else. He's going to have to be side to side to protect the flanks when the, the full-backs bomb on. Um, and with Modi Arme as the only option, the only real option in, in the centre of midfield, you can't... You, like, I,
2: I, 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 Well, I, he's I, not really the there. only option, though, is he? So we've got Saive and we've got all those in the reserves, Jack Colback who well, can play but, there. Yeah, but... Jack and Kolbeck we do know Saive was once rated one of the best potential footballers in the world in that <laughs> poll we saw the other week, so...
0: Oh, as a 17-year-old. But he's been... I can understand picking Diame ahead of those two because Jack Colback is is obviously just never going to play for Newcastle yeah. United again um, unless we're absolutely down to bare bones. And... On the you've got to say pretty much the same is true. Uh, you can't see him getting it, and he's not a defensive midfield player. He Saive was signed surprise, surprise as an attacking midfielder. In you know, God, the, we used uh, to have tons of those. Managers. Yeah, and
2: we could really can, do with some of them now.
0: Well, see, I mean, because we're we're we are without both of our decent defensive-minded midfielders. Because even Marino is not. Not technically a, you know, a, 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 a Ngolo Kante or a. Or no. someone like that. He's, he's We've not, not like really that, got a
2: defensive midfield specialist. We've just got midfielders that we put there.
0: I mean, Hayden, Hayden does that job, but I agree. I think that. Um, I, I don't think he's a specialist in that field. He could become one. Yeah. But um, I, I personally would have played. Um, I personally would even put in like Lejeune further forward and playing him as a defensive midfielder and like but literally in front of the back uh, the, the 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 two centre halves uh, and played um, either Clark and uh, and, and Bember well it'd have to be wouldn't it be Clark and Bember but I I, don't, I think yeah this this one he got wrong. Uh, yeah, he says, And he's not above criticism. And another criticism was, obviously, I would have preferred Mitrovic to start ahead of Hosolu, but if Hosolu's starting and not working, which he wasn't, you've got to bring on Mitrovic with his... He could have brought him on at half-time.
2: Yeah, Hosolu, it was no. quite clear from early on, wasn't going to score. But you know, our whole starting line-up the between them, he's... Not- He's our joint top scorer this season with two after, what, 12 games or something?
0: Yeah.
2: It's Um, a bit ridiculous. We had our entire starting 11 had three goals between them for the season and two of them were hostilers. We're not exactly full of options either. But yeah, I agree. I think Mitrovic should have started. I think we'll get on to the, the game coming up tomorrow or today when people are listening to it. But I think Mitrovic has to start that one.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And with West Brom not having a manager in place and the guy that's taking, you know, he's, he's in temporary control, Gary Megson, you know that they're going to be playing quite a lot of direct balls. They're going to be dangerous from set pieces. And I would rather Mitrovic, because um, I, I think he's better in the air than, than Hosolu. Um, and I think he, he's just more of a threat, yeah. Even when he came on for what the last twenty minutes, he was just more of a threat than Hasseluu had been for the previous fifty-five, seventy. So,
2: Well, for the past four um, games, really.
0: Absolutely, and if you want to stick with four-four-two, I mean, I don't,
2: I don't, I don't see how he can. Like that, surely is the end of four-four. What annoyed me a little bit was Benitez saying, "Well, people were asking for four-four-two, and now it's not working," which. So it of feels like he should be above that, really.
0: I, I can kind of understand him trying to use something to deflect the criticism. And yeah, it's not too. It, but he's not. He's not. He's not saying that the the fans influenced him because we weren't. We weren't really complaining when it was four two three one. We were saying, oh, it's a bit tight, and we'd like to yeah. be more attacking." But we understood that, you know we don't have the players. And I think I said to you, beginning of the season, we were talking about how do you think we're going to line up? And I was saying, oh, well, we don't have the players to play a four four two, So we've got to kind of play a defensive, even if it's a four five one, Um, one Because we didn't know, you know, we didn't know that uh, Perez was going to be operating in that hole quite as much as he was. But there was an interesting stat um, that, um, you know, Chris Holt, uh, yeah. Some, yeah, yeah. He um he put on Twitter that uh, in the 856 minutes that Ayo Perez has played this season Newcastle has conceded nine goals which is one every 95 minutes. But in the 314 minutes Newcastle has played without him we've conceded eight which is one every 39 minutes. Jesus. And I don't I don't think that's... Because Perez is brilliant, or whatever, I think it's because when we play Perez, we play a four-two-three-one, and we are. I think he is busier
2: as well, though. He does a very good job of closing down, so it just stops moves beginning. I mean, you yes. look at the yes. last few games; they've been able to build these moves, and like we're not great at right back and left back, and they've had not the time to target that quite effectively because they're just not getting closed down. Mind you, the four-four-two for the first half hour against Man U. Was the probably the best we've looked all season. Yeah, but I and think the, surely that's the experiment over now.
0: You'd hope so, and with Marino coming back in, what you'd expect is Marino and Shelby in the centre. And if you've got those two playing in the centre, um, you'd want to hope that with Murphy playing decent in the last game, and he, put, you know, he was all right against Manu, but if you're against Manu. How, how well can he really? Yeah. how much can he really do the last um, two
2: games have definitely been his best two games but that's not saying much really considering how he started no. the season
0: and he's a player that likes to cut inside and Richie Richie really isn't a get to the byline put in a cross kind of winger he's more of a again he's more cutting inside he, yeah. You know, he's not he's not Townsend Richie but he, he does like to sit a little bit narrower Andy or Andros. What did I say?
2: No, which Townsend?
0: Oh, Andros. Right. Yeah, sorry. Just to clarify. So confused, i but, like, when,
2: um, That would be a good when, quiz, Andy or Andros. We just have to guess <laughs> which Townsend it is. They're behind a sheet. Yeah.
0: Um, I think if the sheet cuts when,
2: inside, then you know which one it is quite quickly.
0: <laughs> um, when you find along with uh, Yedlin beside him, uh, Richie, Yedlin can bomb up and down quite well, but against, in a 4-4-2... Richie was um Richie. Richie had a really poor game yeah. against Watford. He really did. He was he was caught napping for at least one of the goals, probably two. Um I think. I. I mean. I. I, I didn't mind the four two three one. I know a lot of people were saying that it's too negative and it's too boring, but you've got to bear in mind we're not a very good side at the minute, and we need to play to our strengths, and our strengths are our discipline and. and the um, defensive shapes and stuff like that, and that's what Benitez has been working on. And yeah, we need fortunate. to make we
2: need to get back to making ourselves hard to beat, and then yeah, have a yeah. 50 50 chance of winning.
0: Yeah, and I, I I don't think West Brom are a bad side for us to come up against next. Um, I, you know, it's much better to face them than to off the back of a Watford loss suddenly facing I know we got Chelsea afterwards but yeah. if it was Chelsea next then you're pretty much guaranteed for five losses on the bounce
2: well, especially because me, me and Fergus on. are going to the Chelsea game so that's a
0: guaranteed no, well, write loss <laughs> <laughs> write it off and definitely if The Albatross not going score there. yeah <laughs> um, but then but on the left Manquillo had a te- another terrible game and you're just praying for Dummett to get come back now which is Mental. Like, who'd have thought we'd be yeah. demanding that? I mean, I, I never thought we'd miss Paul
2: Dummett. But I think as well, him. The lack of depth we got at left back means Mankio isn't really knocking on the door for a starting place at right back, which means Yedlin can have a complacent performance and know he's still going to get in the team. I think that lack of depth yeah. does hurt us. I think what we'll do, we'll do go to an ad break now, and then I think we're done with the Watford game surely yeah, unless you've got anything else it, on it no. yeah we don't want to talk no. about that cool no. and then we'll move on after these wonderful messages the newcastle natter is back for the season by labrooks hello and welcome back to the newcastle natter dave did you enjoy those messages
0: um, I didn't listen to them.
2: I was uh, checking out my, uh, my new suit that I bought. Oh, you bought a yeah. new suit?
0: Yeah, for the wedding. Got oh. to look at a fly for the wedding.
2: Nice. Yeah. Well, talk me through it. You can't just leave a suit dangling and then not, not describe it in detail. How many rhinestones... Well, I-
0: oh it's it's just got um pussy magnet on the back (laughs) in diamante um
2: it's a you gotta have a classy touch on your (laughs) wedding day
0: (laughs) yeah yeah. well just a bit of sparkle yeah um it's dead nice got a decent deal on it as well yeah so yeah three piece lovely little hugo boss number
2: lovely stuff yeah Maybe, I mean, Nata, listeners, if you go on to Twitter, we will put a picture up of Dave wearing the suit, obviously, for you to Come see. <laughs> well, That's I'm cool, isn't it, the... Dave?
0: Was um, it bad no, luck I to think... see
2: the groom in a suit before the wedding? doesn't really apply, I think I think does it?
0: It's, it's, I think it's bad luck if I put on the suit and drop, I don't know, marinara sauce down myself or something. Yeah,
2: like just a maybe, little beetroot madras with the suit on. <laughs> Nothing's um, wrong.
0: Yeah, but no, we've done that. Brilliant. Uh, yeah.
2: <laughs> Maybe your suit was being advertised in the break because obviously we don't hear them when we're recording. Have you done any adverts for your suit that might have been on?
0: Well, I think I've certainly got the voice and the cadence and the uh, the vocabulary to sell a Hugo Boss suit. Yeah. I'm basically David <laughs> Gandhi, aren't I? Yeah. You buy it. Your suit. It's great. It's uh,
2: It's three piece. What? <laughs> That'd be the end.
0: Three pieces, Brettarid. Um, so I was going to look at the uh, the Twitter question that I put out. Oh yeah, cause there were there was some, beds being pissed on the on the Saturday evening, wasn't there? But uh, so I asked out on Twitter like. Um, uh, you know send in your, your thoughts and stuff uh, David Stratton got in touch and basically echoed what we said which is, is Diame centre mid bet, really better than callback or Saive. I struggle to see what he brings in that role can't tackle pass shoot run dribble or win anything in the air I know the other If you going to pick and... tiny
2: faults like that then <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what, yeah. what can the guy do?
0: But apart from all of that what has Mo Dayama ever done for us? Um, I mean, what does, I he brings
2: ones. height, <laughs> but not <laughs> useful height.
0: I think you you said that he's just basically a, a cardboard cutout of Musa Sissoko from a distance. Like he's yeah, he's terrible. He really is, and he can't. So that's why he's not going to get a try. Um, Tony Armstrong said, "We're not as good as we thought we were, but not as bad as that game made us look." I agree with that. Small yeah. squad, mediocre talent in crucial areas, striker, number 10, fullbacks, and goalkeeper. Yeah, think that's a bit harsh on the goalkeeper. I don't think... Yeah, Rob right really comes in for a bit.
2: lot of stick. I think he's just... He's quite a good shot-stopper who can't really distribute a football very well.
0: No, he's just... He's a, he's a decent championship-level goalkeeper. I think um,
2: lower-end... If he was in goal at West Brom, it wouldn't raise any eyelids...
0: No, eyebrows.
2: <laughs> wouldn't raise your eyelids. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be really um, shocked. Uh,
0: some will improve with Premier League games and Rafa training time, others won't. Hopefully we can improve the squad in January. This is a long-term project. agree with that. I think that was the annoying um, thing.
2: One last thing about the Watford game, just that whole improve of training time with Rafa. The most annoying thing about the Watford performance, which hopefully we'll see a, a bit of a recovery from, is... The main thing we've said after every game this season is like we haven't got the best squad by any means, but they at least try and we've not had that for ages and it feels like that just went out the window at the weekend. Yeah. Yeah, But I think there'll have to be some sort of bounce back to
0: that. Oh, I hope so. Um, Bedford Mag says what do you make of Rafa's interview where he says we can't compete with Brighton and Huddersfield is that a fuck you to Ashley or is he getting ready to walk once January window is finished and we haven't bought anyone again. There's a few things in there. Um, I I think we'll definitely buy players in January.
2: I think we need um, to that doesn't necessarily mean we will
0: No Um, doesn't mean that we're going to sign a, I mean basically Benitez said that uh, you, we couldn't compete with Brighton and Huddersfield. Um, well, sorry, we should be competing with Brighton, Huddersfield, and Burnley, but there's players in their team that we couldn't afford, and that tells you all you need to know about the, the the mammoth task that Benitez has at the minute. Because he's right. Like, if you want to buy an average Premier League striker, you're talking 15, 20 million pounds, and that's not for a. That's not like a. He's definitely going to get you twelve, twelve goals a season kind of striker. That is a bang average one, and we just we got fucking Hasseluu for five million. He's not, he's not good.
2: He, yeah, I've got, got the Benitez a- quotes here, which I mean, yeah. if you're Hasseluu reading this or hearing this, it's a bit dispiriting. Uh, Benita said, "Our reality is: if you want to buy a striker that scores twenty goals every year, then you have to pay forty million pounds. An average striker is £15 fifteen million, twenty million, or twenty-five million. If he kicks the ball forwards, it's fifteen million. If he scores, it's twenty-five million. We didn't do that, and that's it. He's basically saying the five million pound striker we signed is shite, but that's all we <laughs> <I> could get. <laughs> but he so Basically, it's Christmas Day. I'm back from the garage. The present I've got you." Is shit, but that was the only shop open. It's not really
0: a ringing endorsement. They might stink of petrol, but at least I got you something. Yeah. He's not wrong. I mean, you look at, I've said it before, you look at Chris Wood, and they pay, uh, Burnley paid for what, 15, 16 million pounds for Chris Wood? It was Burnley he went to, wasn't it? Um, Yeah. And he's not a good striker. He's not. He's just a big lump that can, you know, that can hold the ball up a bit. And he's probably
2: scored which, more this season than any of our players.
0: Yeah, yeah, probably. Um, but he, I think, he won't score. He won't get double figures this season. And that's what we're talking about. That you know, we could re- could really have done with the striker that got at least ten. Um, and I know that uh, Fergus was hoping that Dwight Gale was going to get that, but I can't see. I just can't see that happening. No. Um, so um to answer Bedford's uh I thought it was apt. Um I thought that uh it's not really a fuck you to Ashley. It's uh it's a Ashley you've made this bed and I'm doing this well as I can. I think it's made- a little
2: bit of supporter uh, expectation management as well. Cuz the yeah. crowd was pretty yeah, hostile is- at the weekend and I think Benitez is quite rightly saying well probably have the weakest squad in the league. So what do you really expect?
0: Yeah. Um, But then, um, yeah, so those those were the questions that we got in. Um,
2: Oh, I had another one in as well on Twitter from Stephen Roper, who said, Will we be in the bottom three by the end of New Year's Day? And entirely plausible, but we def won't go down 70%. So... Yeah, unpack that. What percentage do you think will be in the, or percentage relegation chance? Let's get back to that, I guess. And will we be in Uh, the bottom three end of New Year's Day?
0: I think we're about, um, as it stands, I would say we're about 15% to go down. Um, I say that because I think there are teams down there that are in bigger trouble than we are. We've already got some points on the board it's not as many as we would have liked given the last four fixtures um but even the last four fixtures if we if we got i don't know like four points from them 18 points we wouldn't be that much higher in the league you know we'd be mm. two or three places i think um because there's a big gap now between like i think watford in watford in 10th or 11th and then the rest of us uh and there's only a few points between the rest of us so um no, I don't think we're going to go down. Could we be in the bottom three at New Year? Yeah, possibly. Um, mm-hmm. But I think, like I say, if that we will spend in January and regardless of who actually owns the club at the time, I think we'll spend enough to mm-hmm. get us out of it. And I also think players like having Lascelles back, having Marino back, um, Attu back and Hopefully, buying uh, a striker and a, an attacking midfielder that, of you know a number ten that does the job that we want them to do, yeah. or a left back or whatever. Like having pulled them back will make a difference. And I, and again, I think I as well, think
2: I if he about. when Hoselu has Atsu and Perez around him, we don't. He doesn't look that awful a player. He just looks like a terrible finisher. But the 442 yeah. he odd, like weirdly looks more isolated with Dwight Gale up next to him so i think we yeah, yeah. i think with the right system and those players back it will be a bit more optimistic
0: yeah yeah i, th- I think so I th- so to answer the question will could we be in the bottom 3 yes will we go down i'm 70 uh, no 85% sure that we won't go down it 85%. might not be 85% as- well, yeah. I just think it's. I think that the, the teams that it, there are teams down there like Swansea and Crystal Palace, who Palace.
2: There's, there's I think so Palace will stay up. I think the worrying thing is a lot of what? teams. Yeah, I think Hodgson will turn them around. They're only six points behind us now.
0: Yeah, yeah, but six points. Um, that's that's a big gap for for Palace to catch. Um,
2: but I, I think the they'll six. I think they'll avoid relegation. I think they made the change at the right time
0: So who do you think will go down then?
2: Who's there? well I think Everton as well it depends on who they put in charge but I think they'll stay up
0: Well that, that brings me on to something I was going to talk about I mentioned it before the before we start recording I'm going to get the
2: league table up while you do that because I've realised I have no idea who's down the bottom of the table
0: <laughs> Well uh, so it looks likely um, that Alan Pardew will given the West Brom job and also I've I've seen today that uh, Sam Allardyce has been linked with the Everton job and for all we hear about um, foreign managers stopping young English managers getting a job, I think that's absolute bullshit. I think football's a meritocracy at the end of the day. If you're good enough, you'll get the job. Um, The trouble is when you have managers like Alan Pardew, Tony Pulis, Sam Allardyce who even even managers at a lower level like uh, Steve McLaren, Steve Bruce, these guys get jobs because they did okay once and now they just continually get these jobs and they're painted as these firefighters. But somebody once said that um, Tony Pulis is a firefighter who makes his own fires.
2: Yeah, I think you, you know can what put I mean? Pardew in that category as well. I think the only Absolutely. English managers who possibly have a right to feel aggrieved would be sort of... Eddie Howe and who's the Marge Simpson one at Burnley?
0: Sean Dyson.
2: Sean Dyson. That's the one. <laughs> they could possibly well, you- feel slightly aggrieved, but yeah, I, I think the stats don't back that up at all. English managers do get a chance. I mean, look at that bright English manager at Everton at the minute, David Unsworth. Yeah. yeah. Maybe he's not English enough. I think that could be the but problem.
0: <laughs> but you look at the, um, the 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 caliber of of managers. I mean, obviously, we're we're dealing with a legacy where um, there wasn't a lot of money put into coaching um, coaching courses for young managers uh, throughout England for years, and it's only certain managers who are bucking the trend, like Eddie Howe. Um, who's really, you know, come up with a team and he's doing okay with the team. I mean, they're they're, they're level on points with us. They're above on goal difference, but um, he's a decent manager. And the thing that'll... So he would have been a better bet for an Everton job or a West Ham job or um, West Prom or something like that. Slightly bigger team than Bournemouth, but just... He's going to get kept out because they would rather... They'd rather somebody kept them in the league um, this season than take a risk on somebody who might be able to build a legacy. Yeah. And I think that once we get once he, once we get to the, I mean, Roy Hodgson, how's he got a job again? I think like him, he did,
2: like he's not doing too bad at Palace. They're in better form than a lot of teams. Certainly in better form than us.
0: Well, yeah, but they're still rock bottom of the, the, the league, and yeah, he's going to shore up their defence. But they are eight points; they are on eight points after thirteen games. And yes, they're only six points behind twelfth, which you know Leicester in twelfth on fourteen points. But they just—they look like a team that they've got decent players. They've got match winners in the side, but they're just. A bit short on quality across the board, and I don't I, know if they've got the money. I don't to, know. I think if you lined up, 20.
2: if you lined up our starting eleven and their starting eleven, and picked who was better, there wouldn't be many Newcastle players in that. Sahar and Townsend would probably both get in there. Benteke would certainly get in there. Sacco at the back would. Sure, but I don't. I think it, basically, I think it's the com- ones I think that will probably go down. Are Swansea, West Ham, yeah. and then anybody from there up to sort of Brighton in ninth?
0: Yeah. Okay, so I don't, I don't think we're out of
2: the words. I would say 25% chance we'll go down, but I don't think we will. But January okay. is going to be important because any teams down at the bottom will be replacing managers, and that quite often that will well, either did, give did, them did, a bump or see them did, relegated.
0: Did. Yeah, the only two clubs in the bottom like what bottom six who haven't changed their manager is Mark Hughes at Stoke and mm. Paul Clement at Swansea. Everton, West Brom, West Ham and Crystal Palace have all changed their managers already. Um, if only to remove the guy in charge. Uh, yeah. So they might get a, a bump now. But, I mean, whoever takes over, f- if it is Pardew, he might go on a run of five games winning every single one of them. But it's West Brom,
2: like Problem not, with metallurgy is he always has a good first season when he comes in. It's the 3 or 4 that follow that before he's sacked. That would worry yeah. me. Same with Allardyce, he'd keep Everton up and guarantee well, them some 40 uh, being, points. Yeah, I think if so. If you look
0: if you look at their team at the minute, Sam Allardyce his his, you know, MO is to take over a club, sort out their defence and play high-percentage balls into the box for a big man. Everton don't have a big man, and they've got a plethora of attacking midfielders. To be honest, it would have been better if, for their teams if Allardyce had gone into West Brom, because that's a team that's already kind of set up in the style that he plays, and if Palace... Uh, if Party had gone to Everton, um, because... Maybe. P- Maybe. You let's, move,
2: let's move on from other teams because we've got okay. the, the game against West Brom to talk about. So it's probably tonight, yeah. as you're listening, away at West Brom. What changes would you make? I mean, we know from the Championship, Rafa does like rotating when there's a game in midweek, which I think he has to do here. Do you yeah. think Mitrovic will come in or do you think he should do and will do?
0: I think... So there's two questions there. do I think that I don't think I think I think um Benitez is going to stick with 442. Did you nearly called really Benitez
2: Pardi there.
0: I know I did. Dave. Um because I was getting frustrated. Yeah, get
2: lynched frustrated in Newcastle with, for that.
0: Yeah, I know. Um I think he'll stick with 442. I think Marino really? will come in. Yeah, I think yeah. I think he will and he'll stick with Oselu and Gale up front because he likes them. Um because they're He'll both stick with
2: Spanish. <laughs> <Dwight> Gale's <laughs> Spanish, according to Twitter. That's why he's um, getting. What
0: on. I think he should do is, you know, get back on the horse, spot Bromia Yeah. Go back to a four-two-three-one. But Mitrovic up front, Perez behind him, and Murphy keeps his place. Richie keeps his place because I know he had a bad game, but he is.
2: Yeah, it'd be good. a big call to take him out for Aaron's, and he's got four assists it, yeah. this season. So I think and he should Shelby stay
0: in. and Marino in the centre.
2: I think 4-2-3-1. Yeah. I think he has to go back to that. I think, like you say, Perez coming in. Personally, I would go Marino and Hayden, because Hayden's back from suspension now. I think yeah. Shelby could probably do the rest. And then, really? same at the back. I'd like to see Mbemba come in for either fullback, but I don't think that'll happen. Well, Maybe Mbemba left. Yeah,
0: Mbemba for Manquillo because Mbemba was alright. I know it's not his natural position and it's his wrong foot. But I I think it would be I think it would be wise.
2: I don't think um, Mbemba did much wrong. On the uh, I think you put me onto this website before the Who dot com yeah. where it compiles all the stats. Our best player this season according to their ratings is Mbemba. He's our I highest know, but, rating average player. And he's he's played a few games It's not the massive anomaly it could be to see that, but yeah. Yeah,
0: but he, he's not played in the games where we played particularly badly, and I don't think that his inclusion or exclusion from those games is why we played badly. I think he was Sorry, very think,
2: good at the West Ham game, but I don't think hmm. Mankio's done too badly. I just think as well, well, a little midweek I think- game, I could see him shaping, uh, shaking it up a bit.
0: Yeah, the um there's a few more stats for you. The current run of four consecutive defeats is Benitez's longest top fight losing streak as a manager. Um the uh, the only two we've only had uh, two longer losing sequences in the Premier League, eight from March to May in twenty fifteen and six from March to April in twenty fourteen. Um I think that was Pardew and Carver.
2: So that'll be nice for West Brom fans to see a sort of sneak preview of what's coming to them next season if they do get pardue this year
0: one thing that is in our favour though Benitez has won all seven Premier League matches as a manager against West Brom by an ah. aggregate score of 17-0
2: so we're going to win 17-0 well
0: it's <laughs> I mean the stats don't lie Paul I'm just no I think uh, so he's
2: not conceded a goal against West Brom in, in how many games is that? seven seven but you've got to bear in mind, who was
0: he managing at that time?
2: Not us. Not us. So not not a team with Modi Armé in there, <laughs> yeah. is the answer to that one. But yeah, we will. we have actually got a little bit of depth ahead of this game. It's nice to just have, we're going to have to drop a decent player in central midfield, which is a well, problem we could one, have done with having before the last game.
0: One thing that we we could always do, which is something that we floated before, is play all three of them. Play Shelby, play Marino, play Hayden. Then mm-hmm. you've got a bit of height. You've got um, Shelby's um, spraying of the ball. You've got a bit of a bit of grit in the centre of the park. Make it really hard to beat
2: Marino in can- number ten. I think we said before. Does that's where he does play for. Spanish under-21s I don't know if he does it all the time for them but it is something I'd like to see but I think Perez will be fresh and he's I think he's due a return to the team
0: yeah I, I wouldn't mind to see that the old favourite. You know, bring the old band back together I think yeah. that would be, would be the, old, the old band then...
2: with the classic hits such as 1-0 at home against Palace <laughs> <laughs> that's what we're longing for <laughs> typical Newcastle fans with the high expectations
0: a 1-0 one, one wonders that's what we like yeah no actually I forgot we'd rather lose a game 4-3 than win 1-0 that's right isn't
2: it it's good I think we were all starting to get a bit bored of knowing chances are every game was going to finish 1-0 it's a bit like we were a bit bored of the routine went on holiday to the worst resort in the world got kidnapped <laughs> and then decided actually going back to normal life wouldn't be so bad
0: yeah
2: Yeah. Let's hope it is the end of the holiday.
0: Yeah. We've we've had the shit.
2: We've lost a finger that's been posted to our relatives.
0: We went away on honeymoon and the missus went off with the the, the waiter. We've come back. We just want to get back to... A sausage sandwich on a Saturday watching Jeff Scaling and the boys on Sky Sports News. That's what we want now. Yeah.
2: Your normal Saturday is a, a lot more manly than mine. I was thinking strictly <laughs> <laughs> a, nice, a nice bottle of wine. Oh, yeah.
0: but, uh, so I think, um, what do you reckon the score will be?
2: Well, if we line up the way I think we will, it's going to be a guaranteed 1-0 either way, I'm going to say to us. You know, d- yeah. despite the way I've spoken for the last half hour, 45 minutes I'm going to inject a tiny bit of optimism right at the end and say we might win 1-0 Same I think question if we set you. up the
0: way I'd like to play uh, with Mitrovic and Perez and 43-1 and all the rest of it, I think we'll win 2-0 Ooh.
2: if
0: we set up the way I think we're going to set up which is Hossalu and Gale and four-four-two and all the rest of it, I think we'll lose
2: 2-0 yeah, I I just can't see yeah. us setting up like that again.
0: Well, they've all played on Saturday. stubborn animals. It's they true. ages to make substitutions where we can all see it's not fucking working.
2: Stubborn. I think one good thing about this recent run is it has stopped the you can't question Benitez about anything sort of almost religious fervour that some of our fans are having. Like, part of football is you do question the manager. It's sort
0: of... Yeah. <laughs> it's a I given. Mean, but it's quite nice that there's been a prolonged period of in Rafa, we trust. Yeah. Because he clearly knows what he's talking about. And it's taken four losses on the bounce and a terrible performance against Watford. Even after the Man U game, we were saying, well, I can understand why he was doing it. And, you know, yeah. he knows what he's doing. So It took four losses on the bounce, a terrible performance for us to go, mm, that's too much, mate. You're taking the piss now.
2: I think we agree. I'm not
0: saying Rafa out. I'm just saying, Rafa, come over to mine. I'll show you my team on Football Manager. <laughs> We're currently sitting sixth in the Premier League, and it's Ooh. the same fucking team you've got. So I've
2: yeah. just finished. This is the problem as well. If you play Football Manager, I've just finished my first Newcastle season. Finished second and won the FA Cup. <laughs> it's like, it's just, <laughs> and people go, "Oh, it's realistic actually," because they've got all the stats.
0: That's like, yeah.
2: So, if you're listening, Rafa, just get me in and, yeah. and sign yeah. some 19-year-old Brazilians. <laughs> it is literally yeah. that easy.
0: I think that's it, mate.
2: Yeah, I think we're done. So, we'll yeah. be back in your ears next week. Fergus should be back. A, he's only not here because he's feeling under the weather and he's watched, I think he said 18 hours of documentaries about basketball or baseball today so it's there's something weird going on there
0: oh I just thought we're not going to be uh, we're not going to record anything between uh, now and the Chelsea game oh so yeah the Chelsea result we're going to lose Three nil. Yeah. Um, whatever we play, who I, I think
2: we're... I think we'll set up more defensively than we have for any game this season. I could see it being one nil either way again, but yeah, we'll. Fergus is going to be there, and I'll be there, so we'll almost definitely lose. Yeah. Well, all right then. Both. Thank you very much, Dave Watson.
0: Thanks, Paul,
2: and thank Mantle you to you, the Natter fun, yeah. listeners, and we'll be with you again next week. Thank you very much. Bye.
1: Bye. This is a Playback Media production. To listen to all our football podcasts, visit playbackmedia.co.uk. The Newcastle Matter is back for the season by Labrooks.